BYU's season-opening win over Arizona was a welcome sight for every Cougar fan, especially the record-setting crowd in Las Vegas. Hall steps up and fires deep for Powell down the middle, makes the catch, 30, 20, and touchdown! 67 yards! Tonight, the Cougars take the field at LaBelle Edwards Stadium for the home opener, hosting their rival to the north, the Utah Utes. There's lots of hype. It's that rivalry game. Once the ball snaps and everything, it's it's a football game and you're going to work and just trying to get your job done the best you can and super excited about this week and ready to go. And while a certain streak may currently exist, Kalani Sataki says his job is to give his players the tools to break it. I don't think you can sit there and hide things from the players. They, they obviously know that there's a streak going on and things like that, so you address it and then you, you give them the challenge of going out there and trying to find a way to you know break it. It's time for BYU football as the Cougars face the Utes on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Live play-by-play coverage of BYU football is brought to you by All Pro Capital Real Estate Investments. Also by Les Olson, your office technology partner. Also brought to you by Smith's Food and Drug. Smith's now has grocery pickup and online delivery to save you time. Now, to bring you all of today's action, we head live to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join Riley Nelson, along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU and Utah, moments away. Time now for tonight's Keys to the Game, brought to you by your local Ford stores, BYU football, Built Ford Proud. Riley Nelson gives us three keys for the Cougars and the Utes. Well, Greg, I couldn't, uh, when looking for a theme for the keys tonight, I couldn't ignore the fact that we are playing on the 20th anniversary of the events of 9-11. Tom Homo mentioned it himself in our interview with him a few minutes ago that we can look to sports. Look, we understand sports are just a game, but we can look to them for certain attributes that can be uh, universal in, uh, in going through this life. So, as that applies to this game, and... It, my, the keys to the game are for the Cougars to emulate that of the Cougars' finest, or sorry, of the New York's finest in the NYPD and the New York's bravest in the FDNY. And uh, as I think about those traits, one, they worked as a team. Those guys could not have done it as a group, as a bunch of individuals. Rather, they worked together as units. BYU needs to do that in all three phases to get uh, a win here. Uh, back at Lavelle Edwards Stadium with Utah providing the opposition tonight. And I also think it's kind of nice there's another hall starting at quarterback. Well, hey, the reality is the last time BYU beat Utah on the football field, there was a hall at starting quarterback. And they've got one again tonight with Jaron. So it's BYU and Utah. The ROTCs from both BYU and Utah have just delivered the game ball to tonight's referee. And we'll be having the coin toss just seconds from now. Chris Coit is tonight's referee. Utah, by the way, in the all-reds this evening. So it's all crimson for the U and BYU in the white royal combo. Captains for the Cougs, Keenan Peely, Peyton Wilgar, James Empey, and Jaron Hall. The Cougar captains and the Utah captains are striding toward the Y logo at the 50-yard line. We will activate... The referee microphone on Chris Coit as soon as the captains have shaken hands. And he will preside over the coin toss. We'll find out where this game is going to go to start off here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Where the brand new video boards are Welcome up and running. Welcome to tonight's game. Here's our ref. Utah as a visiting team will call the coin toss. This is heads and tails. Heads, tails. What is your call? Tails. Tails is the call. It is tails. You've won the toss. 
Utah is deferring their choice to the second half. BYU, you're going to receive. Which way do you want to kick? kick that way. Stay right where you are then. All right, BYU so the Utah captains are going in the first half. Good to luck, stay man. where they are on the north side of the 50. So Utah will kick off from north to south, our left to our right, as we see it and you hear it here in quarter number one at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. So BYU will receive the opening kickoff to our right to get this one underway. Speaking of deferrals, Kalani's team lost the toss tonight, but on the 32 occasions they've won the toss, they've deferred on all 32. And so that's usually the MO for most teams is defer and see if you can control the end of the first half to get the ball to then begin the second half. The final four minutes of the first and the first four minutes of the second are colloquially called the middle eight by those in the analytics world, and the middle eight has proven pretty key in determining wins and losses when games are of a closely contested nature. So as it is, Utah will kick it off to BYU to get this one underway. So great to have you with us. Greg Rubel, Riley Nelson, Ben Bagley up in the booth with us, and Mitchell Jurgens down at field level. The all-red Utes, the Royal and White Cougars. Last week, BYU debuted the all-royal look with royal helmets, jerseys, and pants in Vegas. Tonight, they go white helmets, blue jerseys, white pants. The plan right now is to play 12 regular season games with 12 different uniform combinations. 95th meeting officially all-time. Utah says they've played more, but they include games BYU played as BYU Academy. BYU only counts the 94 coming up to tonight. So 95th meeting. Utah owns the series 59-31 to with four ties in Provo. The series is in Utah's favor 21-15 and 1. Last time they played was here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Last year's game was to be in Salt Lake City. No COVID, no game. They went right back to Provo. Last time in Provo was 2019, and Utah won that uh, game by a score of 30-12, to one of the rare games in which it isn't decided by a single score. Last 22 meetings, 16 decided by a single possession. Jaden Redding will kick off for Utah. Back to return for BYU are Caleb Christensen and Hobbs Nyberg. Redding has kicked off seven times with two touchbacks. He kicks off. The end-over-ender collected by... No, he'll let it go. Caleb Christensen will let it go. He put his feet on the goal line and looked it in and then let it go. So it'll be a touchback and BYU out to the 25-yard line. Time for our Larry H. Miller Auto starting lineups for BYU. Brought to you by Larry H. Miller Auto. Conveniently located in Provo, Linden, and Orem. Larry H. Miller Auto driven by you. Jaron Hall, starting quarterback. Receivers. Look at that. Gunnar Romney comes on out with Neil Pau'u. The running back is Tyler Algier. Double tights to the right are Rex and Wake. And left to right on the O-line, Freeland, Barrington, Empey, Pay, and Lachance. First down. Play action. Short boot. Release to the left. Flat. Complete to Tyler Algier to the 29-yard line before he's knocked out. Give him five to the 30, so a gain of, first, a gain of five on first down and 10. Jaron Hall to Tyler Algier. And isn't that nice to see Gunnar Romney make it back from last week's knee injury? He was on crutches in Las Vegas, and he makes it back and started the game and plays on second down. So good news. Unencumbered as well, Greg. Uh, no, no knee brace. Unencumbered. That's good to see. So shotgun for Jaron. Hand off to Algier, and he's tracked down from behind and dropped 
just two yards upfield. The great linebacker, Devin Lloyd, making the tackle from behind, setting up a third and three. So first series of the game, it gets to a third down. It gets to a third down and three, and the Cougs will go tempo right back to the ball. Hall in the gun, Algier to his right hip. Twins to the right. Jaron on a three-step. Pocket holds. Throws complete to Pau, but he's dropped shy of the line to gain. No gain on the play. So the Cougars go three and out to open the game. Yeah, two, the, two completions in the series, and no chain movers among them, and BYU will punt it away. So three quick downs, and a minute and 13 seconds in, BYU gets ready to punt it away. Really conservative start for the BYU offense. They had some opportunities down the field with some open receivers. I understand uh, you know, there's probably been some communication to Jaron Hall to just get the offense rolling with some, uh, with some completions, but definitely opportunities to come up with bigger gains later in the game. Ryan Rico takes the belt high snap, and that's a boomer. Holy Rico God. just launched it, and that's going to be too well kicked. That's going to get into the end zone for a touchback with Britton Covey back, and that was just boomed, boomed into the end zone. Someone's ready. Someone's got the juice flowing. 68-yard career-long punt for Ryan Rico. So, Greg, just to let our listeners give them a little bit better feel, so 16, add another 15 yards, 73 <laughs> yards. That thing landed a yard inside the goal line. So he kicked that from the 24-yard line, and it landed in the other. That ball traveled over 75 yards. yards. Yeah, <laughs> that ball traveled almost 80 yards in the air. Rico's jazzed up, ready to go. Let's see if the Cougar defense is as well. Defensive starting lineup brought to you by Larry H. Miller Auto, conveniently located in Provo, Linden, and Orem. Larry H. Miller Auto, driven by you. We'll get them to you telling you that Heron and Mandel are on the corners with Brewer under center on first down and 10. Handoff goes middle, and it's a run of 8, 9, and almost 10 by Micah Bernard on the very first play of the game. We'll get you the other Cougar defenders now. Chaz Ayu and Malik Moore at safety. Peely Wilgar Bywater at linebacker. Summers, Tuioti Mariner, Mahe, and Leatawa are up front. That completes the BYU defensive alignment. Now they're going to bring in Max Tooley, did not play last week, and bring in Jacob Robinson, who did not play last week. Two in, two out for the Kooks on a second down, or rather a first down. They gave him 10 on the first down run. First down and 10 from the 30 for Utah. Brewer in gun and in empty. The pocket holds, now shuffles backwards and to his left and throws it away into the Cougars' sideline. Did Kalani make that catch? He did. (laughs) So Kalani Sitake feeling good. Made the catch on the sideline and high-stepped it up the boundary for a bit. You mentioned the sub of bringing Robinson in. Robinson's a nickel back. Utah went empty on that previous formation. BYU dropped eight into coverage. And the front three, it took them a while, but they eventually got pressure on Brewer, forced him to throw the ball away. I like the drop eight coverage versus this Utah team that is not one that's known for being super effective in the empty formation. Find yourself a head coach who can make a fingertip catch on the sideline. Second down 10. Utes on their own 30. Snap Brewer in the gun. Handoff and a drop for a loss. Micah Bernard takes the handoff. And he's immediately shoved back. Peyton Wilgar met him right in the hole. That was a tremendous contact by the middle linebacker. Setting the tone for this defense on the second run up the middle from this Utah offense. Peyton Wilgar wraps up and throws down. After first contact from Mahe. And so it'll be third down and 12. At the Utah 28-yard line, BYU went three and out. The Utes get to a third down and 12 after an initial chain mover. Twins to the left. Twins to the right. Now make it trips left on empty. Brewer in the gun. Empty formation. 
Five out as receiving options. Snap to Brewer. BYU comes hard. They blitz. It's picked off! Picked off near side. Chaz Ayu on the INT. BYU came hard. Utah looked to be setting up screen. The throw gets away from Brewer. And Chaz Ayu with the INT. Turnover margin's been almost everything in this series. And the early turnover goes to BYU. The Cougs in business. So uh, we, I mentioned that the first time they went empty, they dropped eight. That time they showed as if they were dropping eight. Instead, blitzed five. They, were, they had a free runner, which forced that throw. Ch- Chaz Ayu in perfect coverage. The receiver didn't even have his head around, didn't know where the ball was. And Chaz Ayu's perfect coverage. He saw it. He tracked it. He caught it and sets the BYU offense up now with, the, with a short field and the ball on the Utah 30-yard line going in. First career INT for Chaz Ayu. Great defensive start after a lackluster, kind of uninspiring offensive start on the uh, uh, after a first three and out for the defense to turn around and do that and and give this offense a leg up by starting with only a thirty yard field to go. Shotgun Hall ball thirty yard line of Utah first down and ten. Play fake step up fire behind the receiver and dropped. Uh, tough catch to make. Neil Pau couldn't haul it in. It's thrown behind Neil. If that's right where it's supposed to be, it's first down. Neil reached back, couldn't quite haul it in. I Second down and ten. The, the pocket is definitely feels different for Jaron. Uh, obviously, this Utah front four is a lot more skilled, a lot more talented than what he saw last week against Arizona. Uh, he's He doesn't look super comfortable right now. He needs to calm down, trust in his offensive line, let the rhythm get going, and start putting these throws on those guys' chins. Jared now two for three, throwing it. Second down and ten, the Utah 30. Option look to the left. Pitch back to Algier. Loss, fumble, and fumble out of bounds. That's going to be a significant loss as the ball was out of bounds back of the hit. It's going to be third down and 17. After a first and ten at the Utah 30, BYU goes to a third down and 17, and now... Getting points is the proposition, and a more dicey one with the ball back to the 37-yard line. Yeah, I mean, BYU's, uh, BYU's defense came out, was extremely aggressive. Utah's defense has picked up right where they left off after the first series three and out, and they are attacking this BYU offense. Trips to the right, including both Nakua brothers, Samson and Puka, getting their first reps of the season on offense. Trips to the right, Jaron Hall takes a straight-back drop and then dirts it at the feet of an on-rushing Curtis defender. Legal. 25 in the area, fourth down. So that's a quick three and out. Potentially three and out. It's fourth and 17. So you're at the 37-yard line. If you tried to kick a field goal, it'd be a 54-yard field goal. So So it's a... No, they're going to punt and pin. So BYU does nothing with the turnover, but perhaps get good field position. But now you can't let it get into the end zone, or you're going to find yourself only gaining 17 yards on the exchange. Covey is back to return the Ryan Rico punt, but the major momentum boost early fizzles as the Cougars go three and out after a ball at the Utah 30 yard line first and ten that last play was given up on pretty quickly as Rico end over ends it takes something off it can the Cougars stop it shy of the end zone they can it will be dropped at the three and down there Javel Brown makes the special teams play and timeout on the field so Utah will face first and ten from their own three make it the two yard line so the Cougs don't score after the turnover and quick change play from the 30, but they do punt and pin, and Utah will be starting first and 10 from its own two-yard line. We have 10.57 to go in the opening quarter. BYU 0 and Utah 0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
Back at LaBelle Everett Stadium here in Provo, Utah for BYU and Utah. Tonight's game brought to you by Fillmore Spencer, Utah Valley's largest top-rated local law firm. Can play offense, defense, or provide a little coaching. Fillmore Spencer, solving problems and seizing opportunities for you, your family, and your business. BYU's run six plays on offense, two series, two three and outs. And Utah now possesses the football for a second time in this game. BYU's first possession, three downs and punt. Utah's first possession ends in an INT after one initial first down. But BYU with the ball at the Utah 30, first and 10, went backwards and ended up punting, but did down it at the two-yard line. And so it is Utah, first down and 10 from its own two, with almost five minutes gone here in quarter number one. Greg Rubel, Riley Nelson, along with Ben Bagley in the booth, Mitchell Jurgens down on the field. Tavian Thomas, who had a 100-yard game in the Weber State opener, 12 for a buck 07, averaged nine yards a carry in that one, along with two touchdowns, is the tailback. Charlie Brewer is under center. First down and 10. Double tight to the right. Stretch handoff to Thomas. And Thomas gets the ball outside the five. Gained five and almost six on the first down. When you're backed up inside your three, the initial objective is get it to at least the five-yard line. And they did that on the first play. Peyton Wilgar, the tackle. I mistakenly said a moment ago, Chaz Ayu had his first pick of his career. That's his second INT. Here's hoping he can find a way to generate his third <laughs> at some point in tonight's game. So second down, five. That was a gain of five for Thomas on first and ten. Ball near hash. Utah left to right. They go single wides to either side. Tight ends, double tight left. Stretch handoff Thomas, and he drags a tackler beyond the nine to the ten. Needing five, got three. So third down and two. Earl Tuyoti Mariner makes the tackle for BYU. Third down and two. So BYU gets the Utes to another third down. And the Utes are relatively backed up at their own ten-yard line. Chaz Ayu's last INT came in the South Florida game in 2019. Third down, two from the Utah 10. Ball directly between the hash marks. BYU jumps, gets back. They say Utah moved, and how will they judge this? False start, Utah. It'll back them up to third and seven. Nope. The other official saying offside. So one signaled false start and now a discussion. That official ran in signaling false start and the second is trying to talk him out of it. What will the call be? Offside. Defense number 98 in the neutral zone causing the offense to false start. The five-yard penalty results in the first down. So the official at the far sideline judging that the offensive lineman was threatened and such as such moves. So the headlinesman makes the call overruling false start. And Riley, you saw it too. There was a false start signal immediately. But the far official says no. There was movement and a threat. And so it's a first down. Off a third and two penalty first down. Mistake by BYU. Extends the drive for the time being after a third and two for the U. Stretch handoff left, got past one, got past two. Stiff arms a third, does Tavian Thomas to the far boundary for a run of eight. Eight-yard run for Tavian Thomas to the far sideline, to the left sideline for the Utes. Utah has kept, since going uh, since the interception, Utah has had at least two tight ends, half the time three tight ends on the field. They're going with heavy personnel and letting Thomas and the big boys up front uh, do some work against this BYU defense, defensive front. Second down, one. They gave Thomas nine. So 24-yard line. Utah's gone from the two to the 24. Micah Bernard takes Thomas's spot at tailback. 
He's off the left hip of Charlie Brewer. Twins to the right. High snap, helmet high. Brings it down, looks, fires. Open man underneath is Bernard. Makes the catch, makes a man miss, and gets out to the 31-yard line. It is a gain of seven. And from second and one, the first and ten for Utah. Driving it from inside their own five, outside the 30. This BYU defense against University of Arizona in week one played a bend-don't-break. I'm not surprised that they didn't necessarily go for the throat when Utah was backed up against their own three. They still have got this drive, which has now lasted six plays, still has almost 70 yards, 69 yards to go. We'll see if Utah can continue to execute, see if BYU can create an opportunity to stop them. 31-yard line, Farhash. Ayu creeps toward the line of scrimmage and comes from Brewer's right, steps up to avoid the blitz, and now takes off. Brewer's got five. Brewer slides with almost 10 on first and 10. Give him nine to the 40-yard line. BYU defense brought an extra pass rusher, so they had five. Everybody else was dropped back in coverage. Brewer's not, while he is agile enough to go pick up nine yards, as we just saw, he's not known as a runner. He was not accounted for by the BYU secondary and was able to pick up uh, the big chunk on first down. 7.37 to go in the opening quarter. Ball between the hash marks. Second and one for the U on the Utah 40-yard line. This drive began back at the Utah 2. Brewers under center. Tight doubles left and tight doubles right. Hand off to the setback. Fumble and picked up by the Cougars! Isaiah Heron with the fumble recovery, and the Cougars are already plus two in the turnover margin. That was big time. I just mentioned it, Greg. They still had a long way to go, even though they were getting off runs and chunks, and they ran the play action. Absolutely amazing opportunistic play there by number 95, Caden Hawes, to shed his block, get his left hand on the football, punch it out, and then, as you mentioned, Isaiah Heron, to, to be, who was in pursuit on the running back, to be in position to recover it, setting up this BYU offense again on Utah's side of midfield. Let's see this time if their fortunes are better in being productive. It'll be the 42-yard line of Utah when we come back to Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Haas, the fumble force. Heron, the fumble recovery. Tavian Thomas was the stripped runner for the U. BYU, two turnovers gained here in the first quarter. Can the Cougars pay off on the second of two? With 7-11 to go in the opening quarter, it is BYU zero. It is Utah zero. It is the Cougars first and ten in Utah territory next on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. Back to the Built Bar broadcast booth and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU football is presented in part tonight by All Pro Capital. Put your money to work with smart real estate investments. Visit allprocapital.com for more information. All Pro Capital, a proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. It is BYU 0 and Utah 0, almost 10 minutes gone here in quarter number one. BYU a third and one at the Utah 33-yard line. The Cougars were at the Utah 30, first and 10. After a Charlie Brewer INT, the Cougars went backwards and went three and out. A punt and pin did the job for the time being. And then on the ensuing Utah drive, Tavian Thomas fumbled, setting BYU up at the Utah 42. The Cougs have gained nine since, setting up this third down and one. Greg Rubel with Riley Nelson here in our Built Bar broadcast booth at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. It was a race against time to get both video boards up and running. The north board was done sooner than the south, and this massive south board 
got done just in time. It's not quite finished on the outside edges. They'll do some finishing work this week. But it looks spectacular for the sold-out crowd on hand here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Boy, does it ever. Here, here you go, Greg. So uh, Utah has subbed in what is called their bear personnel, which means that they're going to put five down. They're going to have a man head up on each one of BYU's down offensive linemen. BYU has entered the game with two tight ends and a fullback. The fullback is Mason Wake leading for Algier. Hall under center, third down and one. The snap, the handoff to the up back. Wake and he spins out of it, stays on his feet, has the first down and more. On third down and one, a gain of seven. The handoff to the fullback, Wake, who pirouettes out of a would-be tackle and moves the chains. It's BYU's first, first down of the night. So I really like what they did there. They actually had their offensive lineman zone stepping to the left. It took the defense, and Wake took the ball and cut back right. It almost looked like a trap action, uh, you know, the classic fullback trap uh, from offenses of yore. But either way, it was extremely effective converting on a big third down for BYU. Cooks now in scoring territory. First down and 10. The Utah 26. Ball far hash. Shotgun snap to Hall. Play fake. Throws to an open man near side. Puka Nakua makes the catch. Nakua to the 20 driving forward and he'll get six. His helmet's yanked off and he'll have to leave the field of play for a down. Number 12 of the offense's helmet. You hear that? So at, at the Utah players were John Adam. You hear the crowd get a little bit revved up. It took four Utes to bring down Puka on that last play. That's the kind of energy and intensity that this BYU offense needs now having just crossed inside the 20 to put the ball into the end zone. Romney and Pau to the right. Single wide Samson Nakua to the left and we've got false start as BYU gets inside false the 20. Start. Offense number 70. Five-yard penalty, still first down. Connor Pay called for Correction. the false start. Second down. Second down and four goes to second and nine. It happens every year, Greg. Their defensive line, and I remember because I played against it, they bark shift and they yell over top the center. It should be flagged every time, but it's not, and it got Connor on that last one. Hall shotgun. Play action. Step up. He's got room to run, but he throws and throws short. Maybe deflected on the way to the receiver. Maybe tipped on the way to Pau'u. It was deflected on the way. Brandon McKinney had the deflection. Oh, and there was so much space for Jaron Hall. It was, the field was wide open, but he saw a man downfield, but I think the ball gets tipped on the way to Pau'u. It falls incomplete, but those were valuable yards that I was sure Jaron could gain with his legs. It goes to a third and nine as a result. Greg, every time an underneath zone defender is able to tip a ball that's thrown 20 yards down the field, it means that there is plenty of space to be had around the line of scrimmage. Second, uh, third down, nine for BYU. The pump, the go, and incomplete threw out of bounds intended for Isaac Rex. BYU was second and four at the 20-yard line. False start, missed opportunity to run, incomplete pass, incomplete pass, and now the Cougars will hope for points on a field goal try from Jake Oldroyd, who did not play in the season opener. This will be a 42-yard try for Oldroyd from the left hash. Where the knee is going down, call it 31, or rather 41. It appears to be a 41-yard try. Utah jumps. It'll go from 4th and 9 to 4th and 4 and make it a shorter field goal attempt for Oldroyd. Offside in the neutral zone with contact. Defense number 98. 5-yard penalty. Still 4th down. The false start is the play of this series. Took BYU off schedule. 
now it's fourth and four, and the field goal try will be 37 where the knee is going down. So just four yards of difference here. 37-yard try, left hash for Oldroyd. Snap, hold. The kick is on its way. And it is through for three. The Cougars have opened on top in the rivalry game. It is BYU three and Utah zero. The Cougars have their first points off of turnovers in this game. So the Cougars plus two in the margin get a field goal at the end of that drive to go on top by a score of three to nothing. Great to have... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Mitch. Yeah, it was, it was good to see the offense get some points on the board. So far, it's, they, they've looked a little tense. You know, Kalani uh, stressed early this week that he wanted to see the um, the team be aggressive. We've seen that from the defense. I think it'll take a few maybe explosive plays on the offensive side to get them going, get them relaxed, um, to see them put up the points that they know that they want to in these red zone opportunities. That is Mitchell Jurgens in our Zions Bank end zone. For banking that helps you game plan for life, Zions Bank is for you. BYU 3, Utah no score, 4.15 to go in the opening quarter. As BYU gets set to kick off, we'll give you our first Utah Port Producers pigskin scoring summary of the night, brought to you by your Utah Port Producers. Utah Port Producers proudly supporting Cougar families by producing healthy, nutritious pork for your dinner table. Real pork, raised by real Utah farmers. For real Cougar fans like you. For more information on real pork, visit pork.org. And that drive was seven plays, 23 yards, 2.56 off the clock. It ends with a 37-yard Jake Oldroyd field goal. Jake has now made 14 consecutive field goals, one shy of tying the Owen Pochman career record of 15 in a row. Jake Oldroyd will kick off for BYU. From right to left, south to north. This will get in two and through the end zone for a touchback. Utah will be out to the 25-yard line, first down and 10. Well, and the Cougars score first in the Kalani Sitake era. Good things happen. They're 23-6 and six when scoring first. The Cougs have scored first in their last four games, going back to the San Diego State game last year. The Cougs have won nine in a row when just scoring first. That's a good omen, and I was going to say it's good to have their sure-footed. Any known commodity that you can count on is a luxury to have as a program, and I think Jake Oldroyd is about as close as you can get in college football to that and a kicker. That last drive, by the way, featured the first receptions as Cougars for Samson and Puka Nakua. Charlie Brewer in the gun, Micah Bernard off his right hip, first and ten, Utes thrown complete to Devon Vele, and Vele has a first down on a gain of 11 as he slanted in to the near hash for the catch. And the chain mover, first and 10 at Utah. Good coverage there by Isaiah Heron. I did like uh, BYU brought a blitz on that last one. Keenan Peely just didn't quite get to Brewer in time. Brewer is a savvy quarterback, having started a lot of games at Baylor prior to transferring to Utah. was able to identify the blitz and get the ball out quickly to his hot, who was tackled promptly by Isaiah Heron. Officials timeout, now a BYU timeout. This will be BYU's defensive timeout. I believe that was a signal for a BYU timeout. And the teams will huddle with timeout on the field, maybe of the 30-second variety. Kalani's having a conversation with the ref here. Kalani wants clarification on something. I think that's why they called this particular timeout. So Kalani conversing with tonight's referee, Chris Coit, at the far side of the field. BYU is challenging the ruling of a catch on the field. So something they saw in the Devon Vele reception has caused Kalani to want that to be looked at. 
So that was why the timeout was called, and now they're going to go to video review on this with 3.47 left to go in the opening quarter. By the way, the Jake Oldroyd field goal giving BYU the 3-0 lead is his 33rd BYU career field goal. Jake is 33 for 42 in his kicking career. His first field goal of this year as he did not kick against Arizona. So currently it's a first and 10 for Utah from the 36-yard line. Devon Vele came to the ground with the football and lost control of it, I think, oh, right? Oh, boy, completely. Looks like it came out. Yeah, the, so this should be incomplete on review, right? Yeah, the refs are down here reviewing it. I don't imagine this take very long. I can see why Kalani was hot. He was. There may be some malfunction or maybe there was a delay. I think he wanted a review right away, and BYU or, and Utah was about to snap the next play, and the refs hadn't done anything. Now, so. there have been times when I've thought things were clear as day, and I'm going to say it looks clear as day that it's an incomplete pass, but... I never know anymore. You know, I, I've, I've learned to be surprised over the years. But this one sees Vele as he's brought to the ground. The ball's already coming out of his grasp, and it's clearly on the grass, out of his control. It should come back as an incompletion. So, Greg, in a situation like this, will they get a timeout back? Well, I guess we'll have to see once they sort this whole thing out because you can request a challenge, I believe. Yeah. And not be charged a timeout right. unless the challenge is unsuccessful. Here we'll hear from the referee. After review, the pass is incomplete. BYU has won its challenge, has not used the timeout, and maintains its right to challenge. It's second and ten. All right, so timeout back on the board. Successful challenge. Nice job from Kalani and the crew there to make. And, you know, thankfully the coaching staff was on it more so than the crew there because that was going to go ahead. So back to the 25-yard line, and it'll be second down and 10. Charlie Brewer, by the way, one for four with a pick to start off. Jaron Hall, four for eight, 19 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. So what you're telling me is the quarterback play hasn't been stellar in the early goings. They go empty for Brewer. He's in the gun. Ball near hash. Trips left, twins right, throw right, catch made. And stepping out of bounds is T.J. Pledger at the 30 as he contacts on the boundary a BYU tackler for a gain of five. It'll be third down and five. So Cougars have a chance to hold, get the ball back here. Third down, five for Utah at the Utes 30-yard line. 0-0, or the 3-0, our score. BYU 3, Utah no score. 3.25 to play in the opening quarter here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. A sold-out venue. And it's not a, a sold out in name. I do not see a single empty seat, Greg. I like BYU bringing pressure. They're dictating what Brewer's options are, forcing him to get the ball out quick. Brewer in the gun. Single back to his right is Pledger. Straight back drop for Charlie. Fires to the right. Pass breakup. Well done. Isaiah Heron reaching in front of Solomon Enos to knock it away. And the Utes will face a fourth down and five yard line. Fourth and five from the 30-yard line. Tremendous pressure by Earl Tuioti Mariner coming off the right edge. He just bulldozed the left tackle for Utah. Actually put a little swim move there on him at the end to force Brewer to get the ball rid of uh, a little bit quicker than he wanted to. And then, of course, Isaiah Heron, whose name we've said quite a lot in the first quarter of this game with the big-time pass breakup. Cameron Peasley will punt it away. Two punts against Weber, a 43-and-a-half-yard average. BYU comes pretty hard as it gets away. Hobbs Nyberg, a floater to him at the 24, makes the catch. Spins out a one tackle for a gain of two to the near boundary. It'll be 26-27-yard line, first and 10 for BYU. 
So, the Cougs with a lead approaching the end of the first quarter. 2.56 to play in quarter number one. BYU three and Utah no score. Cougs settling in a bit. Time of possession roughly equal for both sides. Utah on three possessions has two turnovers and a punt. This BYU defense came ready to play, and special teams came ready to play. Rico, you know, gets an opportunity, promptly pins him on the three. Jake Oldroyd, when called upon, sticks it right between the uprights. Now it's time to execute in the third phase here with the offense in their third series, fourth series. Pistol, Algier with Hall. Takes the handoff, does Tyler, and has a nice run of seven on first down and ten between the hashes and the tackles from the 28 to the 35-yard line. Second and short for BYU. Devin Lloyd the tackle. Ball directly between the hash marks. 2.39 to play in the opening quarter. Cougs up a field goal. Greg, what I love to see there, and I saw it for the first time here tonight, was the BYU offense established the line of scrimmage on the other side of the ball. They got tremendous push, and it led to the good game by Algier. Again, pistol. Jaron Gunn. Turn handoff. Tyler's got the first down. He does. Drives. Tacklers beyond the line to gain. Needed three. Got four, and the Cougars move the chains. Algier with tremendous pad drive. He finished it. He met two Utah tacklers in the hole, and he drove them both back. The other thing I like to see was Isaac Rex had, was rolling his guy down the field. This BYU offensive front is getting the momentum going on Utah's side of the ball. We'll call that driver from Tyler Algier, our Cascade Collision of the game, brought to you by Cascade Collision. Serious about perfection. They stay in the pistol. First and ten Cougs. The BYU 39. Again, Tyler Algier starts in, busts out to the right, a cutback inside, and he's got a gain of a couple, maybe three. Give him the 41, 41 and change for two and a bit on that first down run for Tyler Algier. Utah had to invert an extra man. They they brought a safety out of the defensive backfield into the box and was able to just kind of muddy the things up. BYU did get good push. It's just with that extra man in there for Utah, things weren't the the hole wasn't quite as clean. Still, really good gain on first down. Jaron Hall four for eight throwing it, but a lot of handing off on this drive. Again, pistol again Algier. And again, Tyler takes the handoff. Runs away from a tackler who reaches onto his ankles and stops him before he gets to the line to gain. It was Xavier Carlton on the tackle with Tyler gaining ahead of steam. And they'll drop him farther back than I thought on the spot. Oh, well back. They must say a knee was down. They'll mark it at the 46. I don't like that spot. It'll be third down and three for BYU. I felt it would be closer to third and one. And the spot will take it back to the 46 of BYU. The Cougs near midfield. And Aaron Roderick is an aggressive third-down caller in the midfield. And all the momentum is going BYU's way. They're not scared by the Utah offense. See if this is four-down territory. Third down, three. 46 of BYU. Katoa takes the handoff, and he has the first down. A strong running game for BYU on this series. Needing three, got six. And the Cougs are into Utah's side of the field with 25 seconds left to go in the opening quarter. Greg, what did we see last week? Offense kind of sputtering, not really getting the pass game going. They come out with six straight runs leading to their first touchdown drive. Here we have, I think, our fifth straight run of this drive. It's a handoff to Katoa, and on first and ten, a run of 13 with 10 seconds to go in the opening quarter. BYU wants to go, go, go. The clock may run out here in the first quarter. We'll see if they get a snap off. The game clock down to three, two, and one, and we are done in quarter number That's the one. End of the first quarter. That'll do it. Time out on it's a the good field. quarter for BYU with a three-nothing lead, and the Cougars driving oh, it Cougar into Utah territory as we approach the second quarter here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. After 15 minutes of play in a sold-out building.
It is BYU 3 and Utah 0, and the Cougars driving. Quarter number 2 is coming up next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.